Hey there. Good morning. Welcome to the Lifebox Media Channel Radio Podcast. Today, it's my esteemed pleasure to have on one of my favorite uh, people from Knox Landing and all the nighttime shows back in the 80s, and even I love to watch your career now. Ladies and gentlemen, television icon, Miss Joan Van Ark, how are you today? Well, I feel very iconic, if that helps, <laughs> after, that, after that wonderful inter- uh, sorry, introduction. So, you're talking to an icon. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Are, are you kidding me? You definitely are. And, and it's funny. I'm very familiar with your career. And again, thank you for coming on. I really appreciate it. But um, I was just surprised that uh, how many things you were on of all my t- favorite TV shows growing up. And oh. it, I mean that that is and I mean that with huge compliments uh that it is because of the fact that it's it's funny that I think that from your formal education I'll get to in a minute in acting all the way up. But first off, how are you doing through all this stuff going on right now, the pandemic and everything else? How are you holding up? Oh, I'm telling you, I have never that's an incredible first question because I have never experienced the ups and downs, the roller coaster, and now with all this election drama, uh, coupled with COVID and uh, the fact that suddenly um, actors are not only doing everything at home virtually uh, often, but when they are on a set, they wear a plexiglass shield and then a mask underneath that. You rehearse with all of that and then for the take, for the filming, off that comes and for divas, like the woman that you're talking to, <laughs> that means that means uh, hair and makeup come back in and touch up what got scruffed up, removing the plexiglass face guard and the mask and sort of start over. I mean, it couldn't be more complex, more, I, I have to say, intimidating, because the process is so different now. And when you're at home, which is what I've been doing since March when all this started, you're doing your own hair, your own makeup, because makeup people are home, quarantined, as well they should be. Right. So you're doing your own hair and makeup, you're doing your own set, which would be something, uh, <laughs> you know, filmable or right. uh, pretty in your house, because this is, as I say, a diva, so I want it looking so lovely. And, um, and I can't so you're doing... An iconic Yeah, you're doing, well, you're doing hair, makeup, set, the whole nine yards. I mean, right. it's, it's, it's been, I can't even tell you, but stressful is not even the word. And I'm already halfway there most times because I operate at a very high speed, uh, do 10 to 12 miles a day, what I now call wogging which is uh, my walk jogging. It used to be a dead-on run, but those days are over, I think. And uh, 14 marathons later, including Boston, um, I'm doing the walking for 10 to 12 miles. And that's something that is what I call my glass of wine. It's the thing that kind of flushes the toilet and kind of makes everything okay. I love that. You know, it's, it's funny. And, and I've, I've met you a few times over the years. I saw you a couple of years ago at an event at the uh, Improv. And... It, it, it's really, you know, I, you've been doing marathons forever, haven't you? Well, yes. Um, I, I don't know how many years, actually, but yes, I have. I think it's such an um, undeniable test of your stamina and your will and 
I don't know, and I'm a person who loves being outdoors and, um, you know, exercising. I think that's the way to good mental health. Yes. I, I used to do it maybe for fitness way back when I started the workouts, which was when I got married, so a, a psychiatrist could let me know what that's all about. <laughs> but um, I, I was married in Europe because my husband was in the um, uh, armed forces, um, uh, the Air Force, and, and um, he was a TV commentator at that time I was doing a play in London barefoot in the park my first real Broadway effort and I was doing it in London um, and um, so I was over there and went to Germany and I never got out of Germany as Joan Van Ark I became Mrs. John Marsilio which is <laughs> the Italian that I the high school sweetheart right. that I ended up marrying in the uh, base chapel at Spangdalem Air Force Base Wow, that is. Did you always want to be an actress, like from a little girl? Well, what happened is when I was like 14 years old, um, I expected the quarterback on the football team, Russell James, to ask me to the prom, and he didn't. He asked D something. I can't remember her last name, but her first name I know was D, a bombshell. And that was a bombshell to me. And I said, oh, the hell with guys. I, on a whim, my mother drove me out to the Nomad Playhouse in Boulder, Colorado, where I grew up. Um, and I tried out for a play. And when I did the audition, which was uh, a monologue of the flower girl in, in the, uh, sorry, not flower girl, but Irma, the waitress in uh, 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 the play, uh, it was a beautiful half-page monologue. And when I was finished with the monologue, you could hear a pin drop in the theater because, well, I don't know why, but, but it, it, it was a... a a moment that I thought, wow, they listen to me, they love me, they, they whatever. And I thought, the hell with guys. Um, I'm, I'm going to be an actress. You know, who needs the guys? And that has changed big time. I want both the acting career and the guys. I want it all. You grew I up. Want it you all. grew up. You grew up. You got smarter. <laughs> yes, I did. I, I, I got with the program. And, and it hasn't changed one iota. I still want the guys, and I still want the part. Right on. I love, I love that. You know, so I mean, and, and, and you're very trained. I mean, you're formally trained, uh, you know, and you're one of the, at one of the premier schools. And, you know, you, you were picked at a young age, right? Well, uh, straight out of high school. I was 18 years old. I was the second person ever to attend the Yale School of Drama on scholarship which was a great help for someone growing up in, you know, the, a suburb of Denver. Boulder, Colorado is practically a suburb. But um, uh, it, it, it was quite an honor, quite an honor to, to go back and meet the dean and audition for him and chat with him. And my family drove me from Boulder, my mother and father. We went cross-country in the car to New Haven, Connecticut, met with the dean, and he ended up saying, well, we would like to present you with a scholarship and... Uh, that was that. So I trained at 18 and um, only stayed a year and went to the uh, uh, Washington Arena stage to, to be the resident company ingenue, which means you play all the, you know, the young girl parts in, in all the plays. It's kind of like a contract. And uh, it, it was the beginning of, I don't know, a long journey here. 
And you and you still do staged. Do you have a preference, or do you just do you like both? You still love doing TV and movie, or do you prefer stage, or is it you have a love for all? Uh, I I guess I have a love for I, I have a love for what I call her, whatever the character is. If I've fallen in love, and usually if I'm doing it, it means I do love the character. So I fall in love with the project and the and the role I'm playing. So it it's you know. It's a mixed bag. Some some of the plays I adore. Some, I mean, all of them I do. And and the the uh, film challenges are more layered and more nuanced sometimes because it's so immediate and uh, um, it, it, so many elements are involved. And that's what I'm saying. When you have to do your own hair, makeup, set, and production, uh, you know, you're you're a one man band. Right. But. Um, but it's they're they're different, and I think it depends on the role. I gotcha. I, I I love I love that because the thing with this is I realized stage stage used to scare me to death. So still still not you know thrilled with it sometimes. But I mean TV and you know movie a lot of times you have a second take or whatever. But that's with experience. Yeah. That's with experience. But but it is. But I was looking at your career. I mean one. I mean. Like I said, I was, earlier you've you've been on so many shows. I mean, Peyton Place and the Mod Squad, Bonanza, you know. God, but see, I don't even remember. I mean, they're, they're there, but they're so far back in the beginning of the Rolodex file of 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 shows and things. But yeah, there was there were so many. Um, I mean, looking at you on days that I was. God, I'm sorry. Forgive me. me. I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, there were just so so many that were not mosquito bites by any means, but they were all varied, uh, you know, guest star appearances. And then, of course, I think I've done a total of three series. So with the three series, you live with a character, you know, from week to week. Which right. Is, and knots especially, because that was a 13-year investment of time and effort and uh, deep caring. And, and I, it's, it's, a, it's a second family to me, the knots landing cast and uh, all the people involved with that. Oh yeah. Donna I mean, Michelle, yeah, yeah, Donna Michelle and I are still very much united together. We we've been working on uh, you know, coming up with either a re- reality show or a, another silly kind of funny um, episode with three ladies of a certain age, you know, to have some fun with it. I I love to call it we're not K N O T done yet. <laughs> we're not done yet. And so so we've kind of been uh, pitching that left, right, and center. You late, but but the thing of it is, though, is you couldn't turn on a a, a a time span of anything without seeing you ladies on something, and 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 it's amazing. And I love the fact that you're all still close, and that that really is something that is really cool. That you guys, you know, after all these years, and congratulations! Not too long ago, you celebrated your fortieth anniversary of the start of the show. That is absolutely crazy. That uh, I mean, I I fell in love with the show back when you were in Dallas. I mean, I became a I was a fan of yours before even Dallas. Uh, I, t- I tell you honestly, um, I remember you on Manix or and I think Night Gallery. And that's oh, how it- Night Gallery! Oh my God, that was a crazy shoot. And and the guy, the leading actor, was crazy. And and we filmed all night one night too because it was something in a boxing ring. I remember remember that and. It was the most bizarre shoot. It was at Universal, which is near where we live. We're on a hilltop in Studio City. 
and uh, looks out. We actually look out over Universal, and we have a killer view from where we are. We're just under Mulholland Drive, um, and um, it was an all-night shoot. And I, I mean, this guy. He was, I don't know what, we just kept doing retake after retake after retake, and it ended up going pretty much all night long, this this particular scene that right. was in the boxing, that was in the boxing ring. But those are, you know, the very early on um, efforts, but those those were important too. I mean, it's all important because it's a, a weave and a compendium of things you've done, and it becomes like, you know... A, a creative blanket, almost, of, of your work. I think you did some, some of the work, your early work, like Night Gallery, even Love American Style, were really, really classics. I mean, you did all the great, you know, FBI shows and things like that. But I, your Night Gallery actually was on not too long ago, by the way, just to let you know. Um, Where? Yeah, it Where was, was it on? I, I think it's Me TV. I think. Don't miss. I'll, 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 I'll tell you. I'll send you back when I'm. Uh, I'll go back and look at it. But it's the same show, uh, same channel that the Night Stalkers on with Darren McGavin, and uh, it's it's on. Huh. I think it's Me TV. But I'll, I'll, I'll email it to you and let you know. But it was just on about I don't know about a month ago, and I was like, Well, is is Me TV what cable or what what is that? Yes, ma'am. It's it's one of the they have uh it's a cable type station and they have a lot of the throwback shows that are back on anywhere from Andy Griffith type to the Night Stalker to Night Gallery, Twilight Zone, that kind of thing. Wow. And it's on every okay. Saturday night. It's on every Saturday night. But I'll send you wow. the information. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, but I mean that so oh, go ahead, forgive me, I'm sorry. No, 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 but that's I, I didn't even know that they because I know there's an advertisement, but it isn't that that name. It's another network that shows you know um, it, old, older shows that are, that they're kind of reviving or bringing back for people who are interested in seeing that. But I I, I think I've heard of Me TV, but I didn't know exactly what outlet it was. It's one of those two type shows, and I watch both of them often because I love the shows on there. But I'll, I'll make sure to get you the right one. Um, yeah. I, but when you came in, when you came in, I mean, you know, and I actually love, by the way, I loved the Terror Track 9, by the way. That was really cool. Um, ah, just, just like, yes, that was Richard Krenna, correct? Yes, yes, ma'am. Yes, yes. ma'am. Oh, and um, Swoozy Kurtz. They offered me the part Swoozy did. Um, a brilliant actress, Swoozy Kurtz, that everybody knows and loves. But, yes. Um, um, but I love the kind of uh, moxie and snarky bit. That, uh, w there were two female leads. And I said, I'm not, I don't really love this one role. Have they already cast the other one? And so the, I was cast in the other part, and Swoos ended up doing the, uh, you know, the, the part they originally offered me. And um, so it was Richard Krenna, Swoosie Kurtz, and Joan Van Ark, and I thought, wow, because Richard and, and um, Swoos are just two magnificent talents. And uh, Richard went on to direct a bazillion things, and I think yes. he directed me in something. I can't even remember what, what effort it was, but he did direct me in a, in a show. Yes, and I, I was a big fan, and I loved him. He, and he always played these straight-up parts. Richard Crenna, which he was also in Rambo, and uh, he played the, uh, the colonel in Rambo uh, as well. Um, Is Ram was Rambo a series? No, no, Rambo the movie. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's he, what I thought. It was yeah, a feature. Yeah. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yeah. But yeah. So when when you got so going back to your time as, as when you got Dallas, um, you had really you know cut your teeth very well and earned a, a great reputation as an actress prior to you getting Dallas. 
So tell me what it was like, just a little bit of the reaction of all of a sudden they're throwing this, uh, you know, series at you that's a top series and all of a sudden, you know, you're getting a spot on it. Well, not only a spot on it, but uh, a continuum spot yes. because um, it, we spun off. David Jacobs, who created both shows, Dallas and Knott's Landing, had written um, Knott's Landing first and pitched it to CBS. And they said, well, we like it. We like what you do. You're wonderful. But uh, we want something flashier. You know, we want something more glamorous and upscale and yummy, delicious, uh, you know, furs. Uh, wrapped around and, and diamonds dripping and, you know, bling, bling, bling. And um, so he went home and created <clears throat> Dallas. And when Dallas took off, David went back to CBS and said, well, now, how about Knott's Landing? How about having Gary and Valene spin off from Dallas and move to a cul-de-sac here in California? And we'll have a second, you know, a spinoff. And they liked the idea then, and that's what happened. Joan and, as it turns out, Ted Shackelford, uh, who wasn't the original Gary um, right. when we did Dallas. Uh, it was David, uh, I can't remember, David, another actor who was busy on a show at Universal. He was uh, doing a long-form um, TV movie, and he was not available, so they auditioned a lot of guys. And Ted and I had just done Wonder Woman, together. Right. And, and they called me, the agent, uh, my agent and, and, uh, David Jacobs checked and said, we're looking at this guy. We really like a lot, uh, Ted Shackelford. And we understand you just worked with him on Wonder Woman. I said, Oh yes. Yeah, we sure did. We just finished it. And they said, what'd you think? And I said, Oh no, 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 no. We're too much alike. I'm high, strong, high, you know, rapid rhythm, <laughs> uh, you know, high energy, blah, 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 blah. We're way too much alike. It would never work. And segue, cut to the table read, the first time we all get together. And who's sitting across from me playing my husband but Ted Shackelford. So they didn't listen to me for a second. I love it that they didn't listen because I love Ted so much, I can't even tell you. We still talk all the time, exchange birthday gifts. Uh, I see him uh, periodically. We have lunch. Uh, you know, we're, we're tied at I, I love that. at the heart. I love that. Yeah, and we it, are. And it was David Aykroyd, by the way, was the guy. That's who I was going to say, and it didn't seem like the right It didn't, right, it didn't, right? I, I was thinking the same thing. Even when I looked at it, I said, you know, if she corrects me, I'm going to be okay with this because that's what it says yeah. here. But I was like, yeah, but yeah, definitely. David no, Aykroyd but that's what I was about to say, and I thought, <laughs> no, that doesn't that doesn't sound right. But, but yes, that's exactly who it was, and he was doing uh, Little Women. I think it was ah. a, a long form or something, and, and uh, he just couldn't do it. But, you know, that's the way wonderful things, Some you know, have a reason. I keep thinking back, it does, does this COVID have a reason? In other words, this has been so impactful. Is there some message? Because it's biblical now yes, to me. Yes, It's that it's that profound and that everlasting and uh, has such effects on everybody at so many different levels. I'm thinking, what is the message here? Yes, ma'am. I'm because I, and, and I'll say this and I'm probably I, I'm guessing, but I think I'm right. And because I've never seen it in, in, uh, in, in my career, I've never seen 
uh, you acting and everything has to be shut down and everything be shut down like this. But in your career, this is the most time basically you've had at home, right? Oh, truly, truly. And I must say, I, I'm, I, you know, I run every night. I don't run during the day anymore. Uh, son, I don't want, you know, and I, I, right. I need to be Joan Van Ark often during the daytime hours. So it's my reward. Some days it's a reward. Some days it's just a, sh- a slug fest, just to you know haul off and do ten to twelve miles. But um, do a mile for me, please. Uh, excuse, what is it? Do, do a, a mile, mile for, for me, you? please. Yes. Oh, I will. I'll add another mile tonight. Thank to you, Joan. Do that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and you'll be you'll feel so much better tomorrow. Absolutely. Trust me. But that's the truth about running. When it's over, when you're done, it's just it's such an accomplishment because. You did it, and it's time to yourself, and you kind of clean out the cobwebs and and flush what I call flush the toilet. You get rid of the negative, accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative. And I and I love the positivity that you're bringing to the show, and thank you for that. You're always a very uplifting person. Um, you know, when, when I've seen you out and about and everything else, um, I have a question. Now you go from filming Dallas in this rocket ship of a show to all of a sudden you're going to star in Knox Landing. Was there much of a transition for you? Because you were working double time for a little while, right? Absolutely, yes, I was. Um, no, there's no trend. I mean, maybe the fact that there was a new, what I call family, meaning the cast. Right. But, um, you know, I had such fun with Patrick. I had, you know, unbelievable moments with Larry Hagman. Barbara Bel Geddes was unbelievable. I was going to say something not very nice, but I have this phrase, un-effing believable, and I, but Barbara <laughs> is far from that. She such a cla- was such a classy lady. She loved the lipstick I wore always. I wore, I, to a fault, I wear this light pink, and still do, lipstick, because I think the eyes, the eyes, the eyes have it. And for an actress, the eyes are the most important thing. So I do a pale mouth, and she loved the lipstick I wore. And I, I, I finally gave her mine, wiped it all clean as a whistle, and gave it to her because she just, she wanted that so bad. And she had tried it and said she loved it, and there, so I gave it to her. But there were just so many, and Linda Gray and, oh, yeah. you know, they're all, they're all, they were, they were icons too, you know, and they are. Uh, so, you know, I was blessed to have jumped into the Dallas episode because I was doing Estee Lauder voiceovers flying back to New York because they put me up at the Plaza Hotel in New York. And I love um, that place. (laughs) Oh God. Yes. That is one of the classiest buildings and one of the classiest hotels, uh, it's now condominiums, I think. But um, I would stay there uh, for two solid days. I would do 30-second spots. This was all voiceover. 30-second uh, spots and 60-second spots. And, and then the next day, I would do tags for the entire country for, you know, Dillard's in, in, Dillard's in uh, Chicago, Illinois, or wherever the hell, you know, wherever the hell uh, the store was, right, I would right. do the tag for that. So it was two solid days of recording and then jump on a plane, the next one out of JFK to take me back here to LA to continue filming Knots and or Dallas. So I was very, very busy at that time. 
I, 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 uh, that's, that's, yeah. And I know you're working hard. You always work hard, but can, can you give us a good, uh, Larry Hagman story? Something that just maybe sticks in your mind? Well, what, the images come up to me like he would stand up. You know, when you do a scene, you do the scene with all the characters. And if it's a two character scene, it's Joan and Larry. And for his off camera, because you have to do close ups then, um, <laughs> he would stand just to the side of the camera, which is what you're supposed to do, and squirt peanut butter between his teeth while he's giving me his lines off camera. So he would do anything to try to either distract or break you up, which, uh, of course, was not that easy to do because I was always so intense and wanting it to be so good and so perfect and so right. But there he was squirting peanut butter between his teeth with his tongue and and doing that. So, uh, you know... he was a he was a trickster, and so was Patrick. And between the two of them, they used to drive Linda Gray crazy because Linda was there all the time. They were there, and the two of them would gang up, you know, and do a, a joke and a crazy thing, you know, for to her and for her. Um, but it also keeps the set. Larry taught me about how it's great to keep the set light. And, you know, I can't imagine right now how one keeps the set light with everyone masked and, you know, covered with the, the visor and the whole nine yards. I, I, I can't and, 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 and then yeah. monitors, monitors looking to be sure you're being safe, uh, you know, with the COVID yes, danger, ma'am. you know. So, uh, he, but Larry knew the value of, Let's have fun doing this, you know, because we're here all day long, long hours. Um, you know, let, let's make the best of it, but not the best of it like soldier, but like fun. And he and Patrick both accomplished that. I love that. And, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring up a, a little more somber thing. We just lost the awesome Kevin Dobson not too long ago. And, oh, uh, you know, you prayers. just gave me chills. Yeah, um, you just you, gave me. Can you tell us a, 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 a fun, great story? that you remember about Kevin Dobson? Well... If you don't mind. No, I I just... I'm still not, you know, wrapping my mind and heart and soul around the fact that he's, you know, not with us. Yes, ma'am. We did Love Letters together, which is a play, a two-character play, a kind of a reading, actually. And we did that several times together post-Knots Landing. So I had both the film and stage experience with Kevin because he asked me to be his partner and we did it several times. Um, I also did it with Ted here in Beverly Hills. But, um, you know, he was both fun and had a twinkle in his eyes and would get the giggles and tears would run down his face. He would giggle and laugh so hard. I remember that image of tears coming down his cheeks, just just giggling, laughing at stuff. That was an image. And um, I don't know, just being connected. And there's a scene that was uh, out there recently, uh, a two-character scene with a young actor, and it was in the car. I think Michelle pulled it because she has lots of film clips banked and saved um, in her whatever (laughs) library of film clips. And it's a two-character scene with Kevin. And he was so rich and deep when he was doing, you know, something that wasn't funny and silly and 
and and crazy. Um, and he had that quality of doing both, of having a very rich um, take on a scene that was very layered with both tears and all of it, and honesty and, and depth, and the ones where he would giggle and laugh so hard the tears would come down his face in between takes, just because it was silly. We did do a scene in the kitchen, and Ted said it was with him, Michelle, and me, that was a kitchen scene, and it was one of those boring, because Knott's Landing, almost every other scene was in the kitchen right. of someone's house. I mean, that's, that was that was like home base. And um, we thought, here's yet another talky, talky, talky scene in someone's kitchen. And we decided to end the scene, Ted, Joan, and Michelle, hear no evil, speak no evil. What's the third one? hear no, speak no, see no. So at the end of the scene, we decided one would cover their eyes or one eye and the other would cover their ears and the other would cover their mouth. So it would be hear no, speak no, see no, evil. (laughs) And we would end the scene in in a shot that would have us all touching either the hair, uh, sorry, the the, the yeah, mouth, the, mouth, the eyes, yeah. or the ears. <laughs> and sure enough, that went to can- you know, that went to the episode no one ever knew but the three of us. And that was one of those times that Kevin had the tears in his eyes laughing so hard. I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Now, what do you have coming up? Because, I mean, you've been all over the place. I mean, first of all, you're doing Macbeth. I would, you've done Macbeth. I would love to see you do Macbeth. That is, that is so awesome that you've done Macbeth. Um, that is just crazy. Oh yes, that was with Larry, uh, with Larry, with Harry Hamlin. Yes, ma'am. Uh, and that was yeah. That he's so wonderful, and what I love about him is how seriously he takes the Shakespeare and doing. Because uh, I've done quite a bit of Shakespeare, a couple of things with him, uh, with this group that is a, a lot of very good actors. Uh, you know, doing at the Annenberg Theater, which is in Beverly Hills, a big, new, gorgeous theater uh, in the heart of Beverly Hills. And uh, we've done an evening of Shakespeare sonnets and uh, monologues and uh, scenes. And I've done it with with Harry and, and other wonderful actors. Um, but um, I, I'm trying to think what... what uh, other Shakespeare uh, efforts that, that, that we've done together. But um, coming up, uh, I think, and now this, I don't know if it's on Disney Plus still, but I did a series way back when I was doing so many things during Knots, Spider Woman. And I played Jessica Drew, who was the female lead in that. And it was um, animation and uh, voiceover again. But um, that supposedly is being rebroadcast on Disney Plus currently. So, uh, but then I don't know, you know, how many seasons or how long that went. But it's a uh, streamcast on Disney Plus. I'm going to have to check um, that out. Cause my, uh, you definitely, that, that was, uh, it looks like you went two seasons on that. Um, yeah, and, and I, I and have they to check pl- that out. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not sure whether it's they've already played the full two seasons or what is going. They call it classic television, which of course it is. Right. And uh, she was the editor and uh, uh, of Justice Magazine, but she, she was AKA also known as the Spider Woman. She's the one who went behind the, the screen or behind the door and changed into Spider Woman from being Jessica Drew, the editor of the nice. um, of Justice Magazine. So it was kind of like Superman, but it was Superwoman, only Spider Woman. But anyway, I'm kind of pr- I'm kind of proud of that one. I love that. And um, you were also in RuPaul's Drag Race. Really, I didn't know that. 
Oh, yes, indeed, and loved it. Oh, my goodness, do I love that man. I just think he's so special, so unique, so uh, wonderfully over the top, and just a, a very, uh, I don't know, he's his own, there's nobody quite like him, and he's, he's I'm, I'm crazy for him. It's, it's, it's so, so where can everybody find you on social media, Joan? I'm not. I'm not because I got to tell you, I go on the internet and I don't, I don't go on the internet. That's the thing. <laughs> and I just, it's a world that I know I should be a part of. I should have someone kind of, you know, doing snippets that are out there 24 seven. It's just something that I, I find the energy of, and maybe especially now because there's so much negativity and snarky and troll um, voices that are so dark and 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 critical and judgy, judgy, judgy. I just don't want to go there. I just don't want to go there. And I know that's not healthy. It's not good for me and my, if you want to call it career, but I'm about acting and doing a role and giving it everything I have and, 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 and being a performer and not doing this other level, which I know is contemporary. I know is important on some levels, but I just can't yet participate. I don't know. Uh, no, I I, don't I, know. I understand that, my dear. I understand that sometimes you know I I do it for my company and 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 personally, and I uh, you know sometimes she's like you got to be kidding. Now, is there anything coming up that may, maybe that you want to talk about before before we wind up? That uh, well, no, not that I, I I was trying to review what what was because we are. Um, as I said, Donna, Joan, and Michelle are trying to put together something that was in progress and it would have been going to, you know, maybe even London and here, there, and everywhere. And it was kind of under the moniker, We're Not Done Yet. And it would have been an evening of uh, Q&A because um, we did this in Palm Springs just before COVID uh, started, um, the, the shutdown in March, um, along with a lot of press for Knott's 40th because, by the way, that continues until December of this year. So this calendar year, 2020, is um, Knott's 40th, you know, premiere yes, the year. So we still have a little, a, a tiny bit of time, but we we did an awful lot, Joan, Don, and Michelle, um, Entertainment Tonight, and all the, you know, talk shows, and blah, 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 in January and first part of February, basically, because that was the calendar year starting 2020. Um, but... Um, uh, upcoming would be, uh, you know, uh, uh, maybe a tour, actually, of the three of us doing um, uh, a Q&A and, um, and, and then showing film, cl film clips and our careers individually um, and making that an evening that, that we do call. As a matter of fact, we're not done yet. Um, and we, we're hoping to find something silly that the three of us could, you know, be a part of sort of like first wives club but down the road even further so it wouldn't be golden girls because i think that's too far along <laughs> that's we a first maybe club. bronze maybe bronze <laughs> girls would be better i might prefer that how about how about platinum girls Platinum would be even better. I like that. It's it's blingier. It's blingier than copper. So or, I like that. Or or because or or because uh, Michelle platinum and black. 
<laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, that one. I, I, I thought you guys, you know, uh, not swell or something like that. You guys could, you guys could go right off it. But it, it, it is such a pleasure. And please, you, you let me know anytime you have something coming up or anything. You, you're more than we'd love to have you back on the show. You have been such a pleasure. And uh, I just want to really thank you for taking the time. And uh, it, it's like I said, it's been such a true pleasure. Well, thank you so much, and uh, to any listeners, lookers, or whatever, uh, just thank you for your support if you're there, and um, onward and upward, we will get out of this, and uh, we will find a president somewhere here along the way, <laughs> and everything is going to be good, and so, uh, you know, we're, we're slamming into the holidays here, so things have got to look up. I, I do have that, as a matter of fact, we're in 39 countries, so uh, that that's I, I love hearing that. Two quick questions, very fast. One... Past tense, any actor or actress you could ever work with, who would it be? Oh, my. Past tense. Past tense, you say? Yes, ma'am. Oh, my. That's, who would that be? Meryl? Maybe Meryl. I love her. Well, I love so many, but, you know, Meryl is, I, I don't even know how to, I, I've got to do a voiceover a little bit. Uh, the minute where we I'm are, off. we're, done, and, and, we're and, done here, no, but 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 Meryl uh, is they want the Priestley, the one from Devil Wears Prada. Um, I think her name what was her something Priestley, and and uh, kind of an arch, uh, you know, talking down her nose kind of person. <laughs> but maybe Meryl would be and, and would today be one. and today and today would be Brad Pitt. Oh boy, love it, ladies and gentlemen. Oh boy. The wonderful, fabulous, iconic Miss Joan Van Ark. Thank you so much. You have a wonderful day, and I will talk soon. Take care, dear. Okay. Have you a, take care, you. too. Stay Life safe. Box, thank you, you too. Everyone stay safe. Okay. Bye-bye. Channel, we're out. Thank you. <laughs>